Hi, and welcome to another edition of The Tongue with Dr. Mike. We have been going through a lot of information in the last couple of weeks, so thanks for joining me back again. Uh, remember, thetonguespeakslife.com. Make sure you go there and listen to our previous podcasts. Make sure you're checking out Cure International. Um, like I said, you can go there and donate right to the tongue and, and the mission there. You can donate to Cure right away. You can set that up as a one-time or a recurring. Uh, Cure International is awesome. You need to check it out if you haven't, right? So we are going to jump right uh, jump right back into it. We're going to go and, uh, you know, it's allergy season, so hang in there. Bear with me, right? So we've been doing books of the Bible, so let's jump back to isaiah we're gonna go back into the old testament and go to isaiah right that book is um isaiah was a a great prophet who lived in jerusalem right it's uh probably the the later half of the eighth century uh bc we're talking right um isaiah is filled with warnings about god's judgment on the people of judah uh basically because of their disobedience right but it, it does offer a message of hope that points to a future king, uh, a descendant from King David, who brings about a, a time of comfort and peace to all nations, right? So, and we're going to use that when we talk about Judaism and we talk about Christianity and we talk about Islam. We're, we're going to talk about all of those things. So bear with me, right? So get your pen out and write these verses down as well. Uh, we're going to start in Galatians uh, 6, 9, and that says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up, right? So uh, that that verse, in addition to, uh, I usually do that around harvest time, like around August, um, you know, but we're going to use it now. Uh, go to Psalms eighty five twelve, Psalms 107, 37, Proverbs 14, 4. Uh, back to Isaiah 9, chapter 9, verse 3, 2 Corinthians 9, 10, Galatians 6, verse 7 through 8, and Luke chapter 6, verse 38, right? Okay, so like I said, I usually do that at the end of summer um, because it's harvest time and, and you know, the fall, fall starts, your students go back to school, you know, your your, uh, your, your life patterns start to, to, you know, become routine routine again, right? Uh, it's the changing of the seasons that remind us, you know, what, what the promise in, in Genesis 8.22 says. It says, while the earth remains, uh, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease, right? As one season ends, a new one begins. It, it's how we prepare for these that determine how we manage what's coming ahead, right? So just like as a farmer, you know, reaps what he sows. So it's the same thing in our life, right? Uh, we reap the consequences, good or bad, of the actions we take today, right? So you want to you wanna reap love, you sow love, right? You want to reap peace, you sow peace, right? Uh, Galatians 6, 7. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever one sows, that he will also reap. That's a simple concept, right? Uh, we've all learned that either through good or bad times, uh, through others or, or just for ourselves that what we do today affects our tomorrow right so the planning for today is done um, for a future benefit in the upcoming years right so you make investments you put your savings aside you plan for your children's future you think of things in advance you know all to prepare for a time ahead that's coming right 
So it's the same on how we deal with others from, from day to day, right? Your thoughts, your actions on how we treat each other will indeed shape the future for you as well, right? We talked about the tongue speaks life, right? You're speaking life and death. It's the same concept, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. Thoughts and actions on how we treat others uh, will continue to shape you know, the future for you as well, right? So just like that verse in Galatians says, uh, you're not fooling God. The only one that we fool is ourself, right? So turning a blind eye to the world around you or a person in need will not, uh, you know, will not aid you in the future when you need the same help, right? Remember, uh, nothing in this earth is guaranteed. The plans and designs you made years ago in no doubt have changed a thousand times in some manner due to some unforeseen event, right? Housing market's a good, a good example, right? Many people put their life savings into real estate and, and they suffer in a way they hoped, you know, that it would not happen in their lifetime, if ever, right? So it's when things go bad that we wish that we had done something differently in the past to avoid our current situation, right? Or our current condition. Everything we do in this life has a consequence, even if, you know, we don't think it does at the moment. Sometimes a kind word or a smile of encouragement to someone in need will drastically change perception and give strength when needed most, even if it seems like a, a useless gesture, right? So if you discourage and you mistreat others, you're not going to reap good results for you, right? So if you plant negativity, you reap negativity. If you plant hope and success, you reap hope and success. The book of Job chapter 4, as I have seen those who plow iniquity and sow trouble reap the same. I'm a huge fan of the book of Proverbs. We talked about that before because the lessons held in there hold true for everybody, right? So Proverbs 22, 8, whoever sows injustice will, will reap calamity and the rod of his fury will fail, right? So you pray like when you, you do your prayer life, right? You can do simple, simple prayers, right? So here's, here's a, a simple one. Father God, your words say that we reap what we sow in everything, Right? Guide our hearts and minds and grant us wisdom to make the right decisions on a daily basis. Let us identify others in need and show them mercy and honor by sowing seeds of hope and love so that when harvest season comes, it will be, a, it will be great for both people. Help us sow the correct seeds from this time and moving forward so our harvest will be harvests of joy. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So... Like we talked about before, and I'm taking deep breaths because I can't breathe because of these allergies, I tell you, <laughs> this is good, just bear with me. So, um, so you know, this, this, this comes out to, uh, you know, we talked about last time, you know, the power of the name of Jesus, right? And, and this is reaping what you sow and, and what you speak. And uh, is there any wonder that that name, um, that, that the name of Jesus is honored by those who have faith in him and, and that it's even used as a curse word for others who refute his lordship. So like even those who use the name as a curse, right, uh, whether they acknowledge it or not, there's, th there's power in that name. And like we talked about last time, no one uses Buddha, Muhammad, or Krishna as a curse, right? Because those names do not contain the same power that Jesus did. Right? So there's something about that name. In 1 John 3, it said, We are commanded to believe in the name of God's Son, Jesus Christ. In John chapter 20, those, believe, those who believe that Jesus is the Christ have life in his name. 1 Corinthians 6, Believers are washed, sanctified, and justified in the name of Jesus Christ. 
Acts chapter 3, Acts 4, Acts 16, Jesus' name has the power to heal. Acts 16, 8, Mark chapter 5, demons listen to commands in Jesus' name. Philippians 2, Jesus' name is the name above all names, and every knee will bow, and every tongue confess that he is Lord. Sickness and disease must bow, the same, same thing, right? John 14, whosoever uh, or whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that my Father may be glorified in the Son. Matthew chapter 18, for where two or three come together in my name, there I am with them. Right? Romans chapter 10, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We talk about that, and I end every program with that. Uh, that's where that comes from, Romans chapter 10. It's verses 9 through 10. Um, but you can see the Bible's filled with uh, tons of instances where it's talking about the power in the name of Jesus, right? So uh, even when um, you know that season, that harvest season comes upon us, right, and the days and the weeks are flying by, um, you know, you start to get ready for different temperatures, um, people who struggle with, like me, with allergies and seasonal issues, you know, the changing of the seasons, it brings new hope and it brings ease also, right? So you sow your seeds of love and, and strength for good, right? When, and when the new harvest arrives, you and your loved ones will be blessed. You do not see, uh, you don't, you don't do them for others to see, but you do them so that your your father is praised, right? So Matthew chapter six says, "Give you give your gifts in private, and your father who sees everything will reward you," right? So you're not doing it as a show for other people to see or or to be, you know, exalted above other people. Like you're doing it for uh, God knows your heart and He knows what you're doing, right? So uh, be joyful always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. We talked about that. It's First Thessalonians, right? And uh, back to Matthew. And like I said, when you're you're praying and you're you're doing good things and you're sowing, you do it for yourselves, right? And, and you're not doing it for an outwardly acknowledgement from man or from your peers or from your friends, right? It says um, in Matthew, it says, when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues, the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep up, don't go babbling like pagans, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask. When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. That's in James, right? But remember, also in James, it says, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective, right? So... We're going to wrap that up a little bit, like the harvest thing, because like I said, we usually do that in August and in the fall when when the seasons are changing. I mean, the seasons are changing now, but it's warm, you know, um, and we are going to, I know we took a side, uh, a side step from the uh, timeline and Revelation and Daniel, and that was for you to digest a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to give you a little bit of history now of Israel and Judah, Um how they're completely separate nations. And then we're going to next time jump right back into that timeline and start going over revelation. So, um, remember that, um, 
like I said, if you've missed anything along the way, the tonguespeakslife.com, make sure you go there. And when I welcome JB in later, we're going to speak about Isaiah. We're going to speak about uh, a couple other books of the Bible. But uh, that's been great. And everybody that's been, you know, commenting and uh, writing in, thank you. Keep it up. Uh, keep going. But let's go. Uh, let's jump into Israel and Judah before my allergies take me out. All right. So here we go. So many of the prophecies uh, of the Bible that concern the future, um, they're, they're based on the descendants of Abraham, right? So the prophecies of punishment and future uh, restoration uh, uh, and the coming of the Messiah, uh, they feel that, that's throughout Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, uh, Micah. All of those prophecies are, are uh, outgrowths of God's promises to Abraham, right? So who's Abraham? So get in your Bible and research who Abraham is, right? So the prophecies of the end time are, are only understandable if we know the modern day descendants of, of Abraham and where they're located, right? So those prophecies must refer to more than the Jewish nation for they've not received all the promises made to Abraham yet, right? In addition to the spiritual promise of salvation for all humanity through the, uh, the Messiah, there are also promises of physical inheritance of wealth, territory. Uh, Abra uh, Abraham's descendants... Are, are featured heavy, right? Um, the father of many nations and his his uh, descendants were the possess uh, the gates of uh, of their enemies, right? So, if you don't know who Abraham is in that story, it's a powerful story. Uh, look it up in the Old Testament. It's going to shape, uh, and, and you know, when we talk about Islam again, and we talk about, like I said, Judaism and Christianity. I mean, they're the only three monotheistic uh, religions out there. Um, so when we start comparing and, and and seeing the similarities between one religion to the other, um, I think you're going to be surprised. Uh, but it's also important that you know what they're talking about. Um, and, and like I said, keep your questions coming in, right? So Israel is the name that God gave to Jacob in Genesis chapter 32, right? And that was... Uh, Jacob showing himself to be tenacious, and he was given a, a name which meant prevailer with God, right? So Jacob had 12 sons, and those sons gave rise to the 12 tribes of Israel. So Israel then, in the certain, uh, in, in certain context, refers to all the descendants of Jacob, right? So Judah was one of Israel's 12 sons, and, and it's from that name the word Jew is derived, right? So... Um, if you didn't know that, there's a little history for you, right? So in the days of, of Samuel, which was a prophet, uh, the nation was desiring a, a king, right? So God gave them Saul as their first king. And, and after a reign of 40 years, King David uh, succeeded him, right? So after King David, we have his son Solomon, who uh, succeeds to the throne in Jerusalem. And at the end of Solomon's reign, um, a delegation came to Solomon's son, and and uh, the, uh, he demanded a. Uh, I don't want to jump into that. Uh, that's going to confuse you, I think, if I don't tell you um, a lot about Solomon and the temple. And uh, let's just talk about the book of First and Second Kings, right? So, First and Second Kings records the story over the next two hundred years of the rival kingdoms of Israel and Judah. Uh, sometimes they allied together. They aligned together. Uh, but most of the time they're fighting one another, right? So <laughs> um, 
Jew is a, is used in the Old Testament uh, as a uh, as in reference to a war between the Jews and Israel, right? So that takes you up until uh, you know seventy years after Nebuchadnezzar's first invasion, um, King Cyrus, uh, and we talked about that stuff and and you know, the 10 tribes of Israel now that never returned to the land in the Middle East, right? So they're, they're, they're labeled like the lost 10 tribes. So if, if none of that makes sense, which it probably doesn't, because as I say it, it doesn't make sense. Um, we are going to go over all of that. But I want you to focus on the, the fact of Israel and Judah being two separate nations. What do those nations mean? What does it mean for Abraham and his descendants moving forward? How does that tie into the book of Daniel? How does that tie into the book of Revelation? Uh, we are going to go into Revelation next. So do a little bit of homework. Write me your questions. And I'm going to welcome JB in so that my allergies don't kick in real and I can't speak anymore. So welcome on in, JB. All right. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, sorry about that. That was, a, that was I, I'm, <clears throat> I'm suffering here. I can't breathe. And <laughs> that was a very short one, and I think I confused yeah, a lot of people. That was. Yeah, it, it was got a little, uh, little bumpy towards the end. Yeah, a little bit because I can't breathe. So, sorry sorry <laughs> can't, to hear yeah. that. Yeah, so uh, the main thing is that we've you know we've gone over now this decade old timeline right which which brings us to where are the chess pieces moving on the on the board and now we've gone through what i've wrote uh 10 years ago and now we're looking at this new timeline for what's happening in our present day right and and where we are as far as what's predicted to come are you right. saying you got a lot of catching up to do? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm saying we're going to get into it and it's going to be great. But uh, it, it is at times very confusing, uh, especially if you're somebody who has not been um, raised in a, in a godly home or a church going yes. home and and you've never heard some of the stuff I'm talking about. So it's it Yeah, I, I say it jokingly, but uh, people just tuning in because... I heard the, just recently that a lot of people are turning to God. Yeah. A lot of people are, are seeking uh, religion, Christianity. They're seeking Jesus because everybody, so many people are scared right now. So I can only imagine like those people getting into this and getting caught up to steed. I mean, they're they're hesitantly thinning right now. Yeah, and I and I think it's it's because of that I'm coming in and trying to to hit the ground running super fast to try yeah. and catch everyone up. And I think it, it could be confusing. Um, well, you know, it's, it's also, uh, before we get too far into this, I just want to say that that's why I like with the show prayer cast that I do aside from this. And I, I haven't been, I've been like off and on with, I haven't been on a set schedule and I don't really care because I, that show I is, is specifically led by God. So I'm not like, oh man, it's this day. So I need to push out an episode. Right. I don't force that show. That is like, if. Uh, as I'm reading the Bible, uh, if if a if a scripture really speaks to me, I'll jot the verse down, and if I really feel moved to make an episode, then I'll do that. But it's not a forced show at all. I I don't want it to be that way. Um, but anyways, um, the show, the prayer cast show, is like a message of peace. There's so much insanity going on today, and there's so much craziness, and um, I I don't want people to be turned off by the word of God. There, there's a time and place for everything, and there's a time and place for different types of teachings. 
And in my show, it's meant to extend peace to the world. Right, and, and people need that right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I had a bit of a... Uh, let me see if I can find it. Because um, I realize that everybody listening to this show isn't a part of uh, the group that we post to. Yeah. Where the heck is it? It's Oh, here it is, right at the top. <laughs> so I had a bit of a, a, a disagreement. Um, but here's the post. Check this out. Which is better... <laughs> To teach of the punishment and destruction of the Lord, or to teach of his unconditional and unwavering love for us, that he will cast those that reject him into the lake of fire, or that he wants nothing more than to have a personal relationship with us? Should we spread anxiety and fear, or share with everyone that Jesus wants to wipe away our tears and comfort us? All wisdom comes from God. It isn't our job to teach everyone everything they need to know. God will unveil his wisdom for those who obey and follow him. Let us choose wisely how we share the message of our Lord. Yeah, and, and you know, you, you have to be careful on, on, you know, you don't want to be a fire and brimstone. Like, oh, right. God's coming to punish you. And Car- <laughs> Carol commented on the, on the post, and she made a good point. She said there needs to be a balance. Both need to be preached. And I agree with that. Uh but the where I'm coming from is um, when I when I put my shows out there, I, I like to assume that there's a good chance that some of the some of the people listening are new to all of this. Right. So I'm not gonna be like, you better do this or you're going to hell, <laughs> because that's a big turnoff. Right. And I'm sure that you know anyone that's been in the faith long enough has probably heard people that preach like that. Right. And so a lot of times, like, um, because we're going to be talking about, sorry for hijacking your show, Dr. Mike. I'll be done in just a second. So we're we're talking about the book of Isaiah. I know Dr. Mike needs a break because. (laughs) I can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) He's struggling with these allergies. Um, We're going to be talking about the book of Isaiah a little bit, uh, Dr. Mike and I. And uh, a lot of times when I do. when I do my my short episodes of prayer cast, and we're gonna we're gonna go over Isaiah a little bit also in this show, um, is I'll go over the positive stuff, the promises of peace. Yes, uh, there's a lot of destruction in the Old Testament, especially. There's a lot of destruction. There's a lot of punishment that's that's dished out to the Israeli people, to God's people. But I. For my intents and purposes, I don't like to focus on that because the very important thing that I want you to take away from the stuff that I share is that God so very much wants to have a relationship with us. And every time that we rebel, he's heartbroken. And God makes it very clear in the scripture that it's because of our choice to rebel is why their their lives were in ruins. It was never just because he just felt like being nasty. Right, and that goes back way back. I mean, that's throughout the entire Old Testament of, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah. And then you look at um, even the Israelites, you know, you know the, the slaves that were brought out of Egypt, you know, even eventually as they're um, wandering through the, the wilderness. And once they make it to the promised land, now they turn back to their idols and their false gods and you know there's a pattern of yes you know you know what i mean so and it's throughout the entire old testament um 
So, I mean, think about that for a minute. You're like, you're a slave in Egypt, right? Moses comes and you you get your freedom and you're walking out, you know, and you God's doing this miraculous wonders. You've just seen all these plagues come to Egypt, right? Now he's guiding you by night by a pillar of fire and he's bringing food from heaven, right? And you're making it to this new new land, this new milk and honey, right? right? And, <laughs> and then at some point you're just like, ah, you know what? Um, I'm going to worship these other gods. You know what I mean? I'm going to forget what was, you know, and, and that happens to everybody. They forget about when things are good. You don't remember, right? You don't remember your struggles. But but that's the theme. So sorry to go back yeah. off, to, off topic there. But. Well, you know, you, you know, you bring up a really good point because that, you know, <clears throat> when we read the Old Testament, we can, it's easy for us to like point the finger, you know, sitting in our armchair being like, well, you know what the heck? Why are they that? Why are they being so stupid? They just got delivered by God, and now they're being so ungrateful. You know, especially like if you watch the biblical movies and stuff like that. But we do it ourselves. You know, we have uh, you know an incident where you're on the highway and you don't know how that truck missed you. You know, or or you know, you just got a a, a bonus from you know your employer, and it was a real godsend because you you had a bill that needed to be paid and. So you praise God for that, you know, he, he, he came through for you on, on, on different things that you needed, but then, you know, a week or two goes by, maybe not even, and you start, you know, complaining to God because, uh, I don't know, uh, you, something you, else, the next, yeah, it's not something else. Yeah. You're five minutes late to work. Yeah. Oh God, why don't you ever help me? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, so this is the stuff that, that, that God deals with, you know, all the time. Right. And, and the important thing is if you're if you're just learning about um, who God is and, you know, God's a God of love and, and he's not, you know, it's not his desire to punish and, and to cast people away. This is, you know, that's a consequence of sin and every person is going to have that choice in their life. Right. So you have a free gift offered to you. And if you reject it. Um, there are consequences to that, that, that Bible verse, the wages of sin are death. And, and that's the, the simple truth of it. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I tried to, um, like I, I've made a habit of reading the Bible, uh, pretty much every day. Yeah, that's good. I, I try to, I try to read it every morning and every evening. And it's I can't I can't emphasize that enough. I you know if you're not reading the Bible, you definitely should be. Mm-hmm. Learn the words of God. Uh, very important. Get them in your in your mind and get them in your heart. And then um, if you can memorize them, go right ahead. Um, but but just read it because I think after you absorb it for so long, you will start to memorize. You might not memor you might not remember exactly where it is in the Bible, but you'll remember the words. Right, and that's the important. Thing. That's the important thing that you know the words and you can remind yourself, uh, and and that's gonna like segue me into this uh, next little story. Yeah, go ahead. And I was actually talking about it with uh, my best friend earlier. Right. Ask and you shall receive. Right. That's uh, words uh, that I believe came out of the mouth of Jesus, and uh, very important words. How many times do we do we wish for something or? You know, maybe we want something, but we're a little, we're too afraid to say anything. But the Bible tells us to ask and we shall receive. So, um, 
and 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 way the way this whole subject matter got brought up this morning was because we were talking about people who steal, thieves, liars, and stuff like that. And I said, you know, if you need something, you don't steal; you ask. Yeah. The Bible never tells you to steal. Jesus never told anybody to steal, but He said, "Ask, and you shall receive." If you need something, if you need help, you ask. Well, um, I uh, I brought my car to the garage not that long ago, and uh, they checked out my vehicle, and it was going to be like a $3,000 bill. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, that's... Uh... So I told my best friend about it. He works on cars, and he said, oh, I'll take care of that. It's going to be less than... The whole ordeal is going to be less than 500 bucks. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when I called the, because uh, because basically he told me, my friend told me, just make sure you get a list of everything that needs to be done to the car. So I, I called the garage and originally I was like, uh, I feel kind of funny uh, asking them for a list because I'm not going to be having them work on my car. Not right. But I thought to myself, ask and you shall receive. Right. So I asked them for a list to email it to me. And not only did they send me a list of what needed to be worked on on the car, but they sent me one first half of the list was what needed to be done immediately for inspection. And the second half was a detailed list of what needed to be done eventually. Nice. That was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. That was, that was above and beyond. Yeah. So, yeah, going back to ask and you shall receive. Do you, um, Obama years ago put out a book called the audacity of hope. I'm going to say the audacity of asking. Yeah. You know, Jesus Christ said, ask and you shall receive. So when you need something, even if it's like you're asking like a store clerk or something for a favor, don't act like you're being a bother. Just ask. Yeah. And that's a good, it's a good, um, you know, it's, it's a good thing. He also said, you know, seeking you shall find, knocking will be open to you, you know, but the Bible's got uh, a lot of verses like that. And I'm just going to have a couple here. I'll, I'll, I'll have some out for you, right? So Mark, the book of Mark says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. In Matthew, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive. If you have faith, you ask and you do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. John chapter 14, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. Right? So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, uh, it's filled with uh, all, all of those promises, right? Excuse me. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's important to note that, I mean, um, you know, obviously uh, God doesn't answer every single prayer. Right. Uh, well, thank God for that. Too, yeah. Because I've asked for some pretty uh, ridiculous things that I thought I needed. Or, yeah, I think we all have. Yeah. And, and thank God he didn't answer that. Yeah. Or he did answer it, but it was, you know, not what I not the, I It's not the answer you wanted at the time. Right. But so, it's definitely the best, it was the best answer. Right. So, you know, it's that that's like, you know, if a child asks the father for something, then the father knows it's going to be hurtful. You know, that request is denied. You know what I mean? You get frustrated, you get unhappy. Um, 
but you should always trust, you know, your your heavenly Father. Yeah, I think that uh, it, it's it's a really everything is is very interesting. You know, I, I truly believe that where you are at, where you're at in life, is where you're supposed to be, whether you think so or not. Yeah, no, I believe that 100. percent And I think that uh, God uses people where they're at. And I just think that's that's a very interesting food for thought. If anyone ever thinks like, oh, I don't think I'm supposed to be here or this is not where I'm supposed to be. Well, if you're there, that means you're supposed to be there. Right. For whatever reason. You know, and, and, and that asking, it's not, it's not, you know, limited to, you know, you asked for a car, you know, the, a, a blessing in your car situation, you know. But it's like... Um, you know, you're asking for, and we just talked about reap what you sow. So, you know what I mean? So if you want faith, you want love, you want hope, you want courage, um, you believe that God will grant those things to you, uh, but, but ask for them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, when I, when I, one of the things when I pray is I, I do ask for faith. I ask for um, peace. Wisdom. Always ask for wisdom. Always. Wisdom. Yeah. Peace. Um, yeah. And, and, peace, and the list goes on and on. Yeah, you know, peace is a big one. Yeah, uh, because it's, uh, I think it's something that it's overlooked. I think a lot of people don't pray for peace. And when I when I pray for peace, I, I pray for peace among myself, uh, peace of mind, peace uh, for my soul. Right. Uh, because it's so easy to to find yourself in turmoil. Uh, especially when you're just living the day-to-day life. You know, people, the, this one guy at work, he, he, uh, he finds it amusing. He always, he says, he's the, he says, I'm the happy man. Yeah, that's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. He says, I always have a big smile on my face and he's, yeah. like, he's like, there he is. And he, <laughs> there's the guy. He's so happy to be here. Yeah. And well, I said, well, good. why not? I said, we're employed. We got a job. <laughs> Thank all the people that want and need a job and they, and they yeah. can't. Yeah, you know? so it's yeah, there's always things to be thankful for, and there's worse things to be known as at work. I'm, I guess I'm, I'm known as the, <laughs> the happy man. Yeah, happy man. Because <laughs> he says I always got a big smile on my face. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> what else do you read? You read Isaiah. What else do you read? Well, uh, I've been working through both the Old Testament. I read the Old Testament mainly in the morning, and I've been reading the New Testament in the evening. Nice. Um, so I figured I, I wanted to go over a couple of things in Isaiah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start off with Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Don't tremble with fear. I am your God. I will make you strong as I protect you with my arm and give you victories. Everyone who hates you will di- will will terribly will be terribly disgraced. Those who attack will vanish into thin air. You will look around for those brutal enemies and you won't find them. They will be gone. So that right there is uh that was actually uh Isaiah 41 verses 10 to 12. Right. Um but Again, that's a one of the positive messages from Isaiah to the people um, that not to fear. Uh, no matter what situation in life that you're going through, just remember that He is our God, 
you know, God, Jehovah, and Christ Jesus, our Savior. Right. And anything and everything we do, we're never doing it alone. Right. And uh, don't forget to include them in it. You know, don't think that you're walking uh, down a path by yourself. And don't be afraid to ask for wisdom, as Dr. Mike said before. And don't don't be afraid to ask for peace and safety and uh, direction. Yeah, it's always important to ask for direction. And, and you, you said before, it's, you know, you are where you uh, are meant to be in life. You know, think back to all the decisions you've made, whether they were good or bad. And they've, you know, guided you to where you are right now. You know what I mean? It's you. You may think that hey, I screwed up my life and I didn't do this. I didn't. I should have done this, or I should have went this way, or I should have took that job, or I should have moved over here. You're at where you need to be right now. Yeah. Right. There's, there's absolutely for whatever know, reason. There's a consequence to your actions for sure, but you know sometimes every you action has brought you to where you need to be right now. Sometimes you don't know the reason right away. Right. And then maybe it'll it'll be a subtle thing. It'll dawn on you. You know, that you are supposed to talk to this particular person at this point in time. Right. But, uh, Dr. Mike, what is this verse? You might you might have this memorized. What is that verse in Proverbs where it goes, uh, lean not on your own understanding? Right. Lean not on your own. So, so what that means is, um, you know, you're not to, to think of the situation and try to fathom, you know, what, what's going on. So, you know, you know God... Think think about the infinite wisdom of God, who at who spoke life into existence. Yeah. Right. And he created you know he created us and, and think about the limitations on our thought processes. Right. How can we uh, even possibly fathom the mind of God? Right. So think about how he thinks about our smartest person here. You know what I'm saying it is. Uh, our smartest person here is is not a joke to him, but uh, but in the realm right. of things, I, yeah, I know, yeah, <laughs> you know I know what exactly I mean? what you're talking about. So it's it's you know when when something happens to you and something um, you're going through something, it, it's lean not into on your own understanding. So it's not just you know there's a bigger picture involved. You're on the path that you need to be on in life. Right. So why good things happen to you or bad things happen to you, you're not supposed to question it and say and try to figure out why, uh, you you know, you know, or 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 how you can possibly come up with. Okay, so here's an example. Right. So let's say you have a bill that's I don't want to use your car when you use a different one. Let's say you have a bill and they're going to shut your electric off and, you know, you uh you pray about it and whatever. And one day you go to your mailbox and you open it up and there's a card there from someone you haven't heard from in years. And inside there's a check. Right. And, and you're like, Hey man, thank God this is like the, the perfect time. That's happened to me. I've, yeah. I've had <laughs> a bill due that I had no idea where I was going to have money come from. And actually a friend of mine who I hadn't talked to in, it was a long time, just sent me money out of the blue you know what i mean and i'm like thank god for, for yeah that. You, know, you know what i mean yeah. but um it, it's the you're you're trying to understand how the big picture unrolls and, and how every 
everything fits into your life while you're on that journey. And there's no way you could possibly, possibly understand what your actions now will do to your life five years from now, 10 years from now, 10 minutes from now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, God has demonstrated it in my life multiple times that, and he, and he's come through for me, uh, when I wasn't sure how I was going to do it, whether it be financially, whatever. Right. Uh, so I, I, I have the faith and I, I, I remind myself if I ever get down about something like, well, God's, he's pulled me through it before, you know? So I know he's going to do it for me again. The bottom line of, of, of that's Proverbs uh, chapter three, and that's trusting in God. Yeah. And that's the, the underlying theme is, um, you know, you have faith that God's going to sustain you and get you through. And, and he, you know, it says you're not given more than you can handle. Right. So how are you going to do it? Now, I've already, dude, I've taken a stack of bills that were, you know, I wasn't working at the time and I was injured and. The list goes on and on, but there was a stack of bills, and I was finally like, I put my hand over it, and I'm like, look, I don't know how they're going to get paid. I just don't, you know, but I have faith it's going to work out. Yeah. And it did, you know. Yeah. So, well, that's what I try to remind myself. I try not to let myself get too stressed out anymore because I used to stress out like crazy over finances and stuff. Right. But like as I was like driving to work, because like I said, I read the Bible all the time, and I'm telling you, like it really does wonders for you uh, reading the word. Um, when I was driving to work and I was thinking to myself, you know, how foolish this all is, you know, when people stress about money and stuff like money is, is, well, it's a real, it's a real stressor, but I mean, money is rubbish to God. Well, yeah, it's complete rubbish. You know, if anyone offered any kind of money to God, he, he would, he would scoff at them. Like, what, what are you offering this for me? This is nothing to me. And so we stress out about this stuff, and that that's why we need to put our faith in the Lord. Well, it's easy to stress out because everyone focuses on money. Yeah. You need money to survive. You know what I mean? When you don't have money, everything is scary. Well, but that's why, <laughs> you know? that's why I say we definitely need to double down, stay in the scriptures. Um, and anytime you start to doubt, always start to recite these scriptures in your head. Like... Uh, like you, for example, when when you start getting upset about money uh, and bills and and how things are going to get paid, remember verses like seek ye first, right? And and it says, and then all these things will be added unto you, right? Because all, all those little details, because because God knows, God knows what we need, right? Um, and 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 God states that multiple times in in the in the scripture. Jesus talks about that in 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 the New Testament. That God already knows your needs. Right. But he wants us to seek the kingdom first. Seek him first. Right. And even the, the rest of that verse is trust trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Yes. And that, that's Proverbs. Yeah. That's why I wanted you to read the verse because yeah. the, the, the very ending there about directing your path. Right. So that's easy to, you know, and, and there's there's tons of examples I could read you. Um you know about you know, Daniel in the lion's den, and and Stephen getting stoned, and and, and Abraham and, and Isaac, and um, you know all these people that had to trust God, and 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 couldn't understand why they were doing this or doing that. Um, but that's where your 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 faith in God and your trust, and you have to trust God to handle that because you can't understand 
how it's going to happen. Yeah. It's sometimes it's a supernatural answer. You know what I mean? There are supernatural events that happen that you can that you just cannot explain. And I've had I've had supernatural events happen to me in the sure. past. Sure. I mean, I I literally was driving down the high. I was I I merged on the twenty two one time, and I do not know how this truck did not slam into me. I've had that. <laughs> I've had that. <laughs> I've had a cop come up and say I I was I was driving up here to scrape you off the road. Wow. That's what he told me. He's like, I don't know how that that truck missed you. I mean, unless I, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to discredit God, but at the same time, I don't want to be under oath here. I, I don't know what happened, but I'm just saying that, like, I, let's just put it this way. I was on, the, I was on 22, and all I saw was this truck barreling towards me in my rearview mirror, and I was get, I was bracing for impact. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yep. And all of a sudden, somehow the truck got around me. I don't really know how. Because from my recollection, the lanes were jammed. Yeah. But it happened. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, hopefully you got down on your knees and thank God <laughs> right away. Well, that, I, I don't know. remember at the time. This was years ago, but I am yeah. definitely thankful because, uh, yeah, I was driving a little Kia Rio. Yeah, yeah, you, you wouldn't have survived that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was going to lose against that big truck. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's crazy. But that's happened to all of us, you know. Um, but, you know, that brings up, and real quick before the, the show, because we're, we're getting close on time, but I know you're you're reading Luke also. You want to touch touch on Luke real quick? Yeah. Uh, hang on. I don't have, I don't have that Bible with me. Oh, okay. Yes, I read it a couple different Bibles. That's okay. Um, Ooh. Luke. You know, it's funny because, uh, yeah, actually, I have my my little notebook here. Okay. That I'm gonna I'm gonna. There was a, a Luke verse that I wanted to talk about from Luke chapter 17. Okay. What was happening? Should we paint the picture? Well, let's see first the verses that. Let's uh, talking about faith, maybe. Oh, okay. All right, so this this verse, this passage really stuck out to me, and obviously it did because whenever I, I have a little scripture note uh, note file yeah. in my notepad app, and I've been jotting down scriptures that I want to eventually talk about on the shows. Good. So this is talking about, um, this is a warning uh, Jesus is telling his disciples, watching out about... Um, People coming and, and, and saying that, hey, look, here's the Son of Man. I know this is the Son of God. Let's go check him out. Kind of like what verse are you in? This is uh Luke chapter 17, verse 22, starting with 22. Okay, that says, uh, then he said to his disciples, The days will come when you long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Okay. And then when people say to you, look there or look here, don't go looking for him. The day of the Son of Man will be like lightning flashing across the sky. Yeah. But first he must suffer terribly and be rejected by the people of today. So uh, before we go further, because really what I wanted to capitalize on was verse 24, where it says, the day where Jesus says, the day of the Son of Man will be like lightning flashing across the sky. Right. 
meaning it comes it comes quickly and, and it's like because the rest of that that chapter goes on to say you know just like there was in the days of noah and the days of lot uh people were eating drinking buying selling planting building um you know until things came and destroyed them all like you know when right. sodom you know when lot left sodom fire and brimstone rained from the sky but you know i think mean? um but i think it's not just about how fast it's going to be it's it's basically saying that when when jesus christ returns you're going to know without a doubt that's right. jesus christ right there's not going to be like uh you know some you know joe schmo or john smith walks up to you and says hey buddy hey come come follow me down this alley there's a guy i think he's the son of god no yeah um it, it says right here, Jesus Christ says himself, the day of the Son of Man will be like lightning flashing across the sky. You're going to know that Jesus Christ is returning. He's going to be visible to everybody. Everyone's going to see him riding on the horse in the clouds. Now, that, that's leading us in the Revelation. Yeah, and we're getting into that. The, that. That talks about, you know, un, unpredictable suddenness could you uh, imagine, of the day of the Son could of Could you even imagine? Nobody, I don't think anyone can even imagine that. No. Say you you know, and it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen when you don't when you don't expect it. It's just what's just gonna happen. All of a sudden, you know, maybe you're eating breakfast or maybe you're eating dinner and you look out your window and all of a sudden you see Jesus Christ riding on a on a horse in the cloud. We're gonna get into that. <laughs> we're gonna get into Revelation pretty good. I mean, it's like I you know, I I realize we're way off topic here, but I'm just it just and now I'm stuck on that. It's in my mind. Yeah. Because I'm thinking you look out the window and and everybody will be able to hear and see. Yeah. You know, you want to any audio visual guys out there, guys in the audio like me, everyone's going to hear perfect audio. Yeah. They're probably going to hear the sound of this horse. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be loud. Everything's probably going to be loud. And there's there's going to be I mean how let me I wonder how fake news is going to explain that one. Yeah. Well, uh, there's gonna be, there's gonna be a, well, you know that that's gonna it actually. I don't think fake news will be on at that time. It's actually gonna be, yeah. You know, we talk about Revelation and we start talking about Antichrist more, um, and how he steps on the scene and and how I tie like I talked in my show about tying those religions together like Judaism and 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 Islam and um, we're gonna talk about the antichrist stepping on the scene and being the person that they're waiting for yeah right? and, and and to be what they are are expecting in this life as as a messiah and as a, a conqueror and uh what they're looking for and um we're, we're going to talk about Muhammad and we're going to talk about, you know, the Quran and we're, we're going to, we're going to talk about a lot of that, but that that's coming. Probably that'll probably be our next topic because we're jumping on oh, the timelines done. We're going to jump into what the book of revelation is explaining, what is predicted to come and rise of antichrist and what to expect. And I, I think, you know, that, that verse in Luke talks about, you know the unpredictable quickness and and and, and how quick and sudden the day of 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 that event happens and if you haven't listened or grown up in the church it's yeah. going to sound crazy and i <laughs> think know? we can all agree that when jesus when jesus christ comes riding in the clouds on a horse nobody's going to have to tell you about it yeah well that's for sure so i mean you're going to hear uh, the, you know, we're going to talk about the trumpets and we're going to talk about 
um man there's a lot to talk about yeah yeah i don't <laughs> but, mean like I, I don't mean to stay off topic but uh like jesus christ riding on the clouds i think that's like at the end yeah the, well, well, it's we're, like we're, the last we're, we're gonna get into it because we're gonna go step by step and there's two different trains of thought on well that's jumping way ahead yeah <laughs> <laughs> but well you know let's save that for next time and uh you know, I don't know where we're at with with time. I think we're pretty close. Uh, yeah, we're we're just a few minutes out. We can yeah. wrap things up. Yeah, so let's save that. And uh, even on my show, we did. Uh, you know, uh, I kind of did it very fast to try and get us ready for Revelation. I think we're going to spend a lot of time uh, coming up on this next, uh, this final book of the Bible, and this last one percent of prophecy that has to be fulfilled yet. And uh, hopefully, my allergies will be better by then i hope so yeah so thank you for coming in again man i appreciate it it's oh yeah absolutely time. it's always good talking about the word and then there's so much to talk about and make sure uh you plug your your prayer cast again oh yeah definitely uh prayer cast uh i'll just put the links in the description the uh the show is simply called prayer cast i i was gonna call it prayer cast with jonathan but i'm like you know what it's not about me and i and i chopped my name right off of it yeah. Uh, now, interestingly enough, um, uh, there is another prayer cast on YouTube. Oh, wow. I so that's okay. That. There's only one other one. Uh, it's just me and another and the other one. It's okay. And I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. But the only thing is, their prayer cast, I think, is Islam. Oh, really? So my prayer cast is Christian, as I'm sure you're well aware. So there it is. It's on YouTube and it's on Facebook. And I, I actually started uploading to Rumble. So it's on Rumble too. And I'll share all those links in the description of this video so you'll be able to find it. Uh, but yeah, this is all about God. It's not about me. So prayer cast it is. Excellent. Amen. Excellent, man. So let's. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week. And Absolutely. Uh, we'll start jumping into some really good stuff. And even if you're not, you know, very, very quote unquote religious. Or yeah. Don't know what we're talking about. We're going to take it really slow. Yeah, we're definitely. We're going to make it uh, very understandable. And we try to keep it lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, so stay tuned to this show. And when you get a chance, check out Prayercast. Prayercast is like, you know, it's focused on prayer. It's focused on the message of peace and the promises through Jesus Christ. So amen to that. Yeah, for sure. So remember, TongueSpeaksLife.com. Check it out. Get all your podcasts there as well. And I'll see you, Jonathan, next week. All right. Have a good night, everybody.